Welcome to Paths of Glory. Or, How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Schlock. With your hosts, Jack Long and Andrea Jigaroff. Welcome to Paths of Glory Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Long. I'm your host, Andrea Jigaroff. Let's talk about Ginger Snaps. Yeah. I, I like, like Ginger Snaps. I like this movie so much. I like this movie, but I also have a lot of problems with this movie. Aww. But, but, I think you might be able to agree with some of my problems. Maybe. It might be, we might, uh, we might end up on a, uh, what was that movie we watched the other day? Fucking, uh... Ghost in the Machine? Ghost in the Machine. We might Ghost in the Machine it, possibly. I don't think that we, I don't think that we will, because I like this one, I, I, I four-star like this one. Yeah. Like, I like this one a lot. Yeah. But I do have problems. Yeah. So Ginger Snaps is the tale of Ginger and... What's her sister? Beatrice. Bridget. Bridget. Yeah. Bridget. Yeah. Yeah. And they're sisters. Yeah. Uh, They're spooky. They're spooky. They do photos of their own deaths. Yeah. Uh, They have a suicide pact. They're they're goth kids. Yeah. Uh, Ginger is the older one at... 15 going on 16? Yeah, and the other one just turns 15. So yeah. they're very close in age. So they have... And they're, they've been the outsiders. Mm. They're both actually late on their periods. Yeah. So they especially sort of embody the idea of the outsider. Yeah. However, one one day when they go out to kidnap the dog... Of this uh, bitchy girl. This super bitchy girl. <laughs> She's the worst. Yeah. And... Ginger starts to bleed. Yeah. She gets her curse. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I was watching this with Paola, and there was a lot of moments where Paola was, like, too real. <laughs> this is what, like, one of these, I, I, I talk a lot about movies that I watch with my dad, because I watch a lot of movies with my dad. This is a movie that I watch with my mom, who I have a very <laughs> different relationship. My mom also likes movies, but she basically doesn't give a shit about movies unless they have, like, female protagonists. So, like, this was a me and mom movie. Nice. And, like, as I think I watched this, I was, like, 15 when I watched it. And I was, like, holy shit. <laughs> First of all, it is it is so real. Second of all, I'd never actually really seen a horror film that focused on, like, women at all. So I was, like, whoa. By that Like, point, this, is, this is something that I didn't know was even a thing. <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> I, I like... I like the focus on the women in this. Yeah. When I first saw this movie, my my uh, into the movie as mm. far as my ability to identify with the film came through the pot dealing character. Yeah. Who Bridget starts a re- sort re- of sort of relationship. Yeah. With. Like, and the end in when when things happen there. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say that it ruined the movie for me. That's not... Because it, the ending is the ending that needed to happen. Yeah. I fully agree with that. It hurt, though. Yeah. Because you want happiness. Yeah. But you don't get it. You do not get it. No, you don't. <laughs> so, they're at that park, and Ginger gets her period. Yeah. And then a fucking werewolf attacks. <laughs> it smells blood, and yep. it goes for her. Yep. They like manage... What was that? Like a bear, yeah. And they managed to escape by having running across the road and the pot dealing guy who drives around yeah. in his van fucking hits it yeah. and just destroys it. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. I like that they're like, we're going to take the idea of werewolves but then throw it out the window. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. 
Because, so now Ginger is bitten and she starts to change. Yeah. Of course, this is... And so one of the things I have against the film, and it's a, this is a minor problem, is that it's just a little bit too much on the nose. I like that, though. I can... I, I, I'm not... Like I said, it's a minor... Yeah. I would have liked to probe... Like, have to probe a little deeper. Yeah. Uh, it's like Carrie, where it's just... Yeah. Like, it's about becoming a woman, and it's yeah. about sort of the breaking down of who you were for who you've biologically become. Yeah. And this is... Carrie, it was done with her psychic powers. Yeah. And this one, it's done... With the monstrosity of the werewolf. Yeah. What I really liked that they added was they added the werewolf lycanthropy as a sexually transmitted disease. Yeah. That's that great. is fascinating to yeah. me. This is what, like, the other thing I really like werewolves are my favorite monster, and very, very seldom have I seen werewolves actually done well in film. There's werewolf movies that I like, but I'm like, this didn't really do anything interesting with yeah. werewolves, whereas, like, vampires have some really interesting takes on them, and zombies, and fucking everything else. But, like, this is really the only thing that I, or the only movie that I've seen that I felt actually did something interesting with the werewolf. Like, they, they made it more... Um, I don't know, tangible, I guess, but the, like they, they, they really had their own take on well, it. Well, they made it biological rather than mythological in yeah. a sense. Now, I mean, wh when you see her in the full werewolf form, yeah. it is the mythological werewolf. Yeah. So it doesn't fully, fully push into yeah. biology. Yeah. But they bring an element of that in, which is quite interesting. Yeah. Using, like... And they bring ideas of, like, the silver is actually because the way that people yeah. used to purify the bodies yeah. was silver. Pure metal, yeah. And they, they take they take those sort of core ideas of the werewolf, and they break them down, and they look at how can they portray them differently. Yeah. And I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig into another thing that I dislike, though. Okay. I dislike the jock, dumbass... Uh, fuck toy character. Yeah? I, and I don't, I don't think it's his character that's actually my problem. I just think the actor doing it does such a fucking terrible yeah, that's, job. Yeah, that's fair. And every time he's on the screen, like, there's a scene, uh, Bridget has Gacton, she's distilled with, with the drug guy. Yeah. Who's, he's basically a genius, but, yeah. like, doesn't give a fuck about anyone. Yeah. And, he he figures out that like we we're gonna distill this plant monkshood. Thank yeah. you. We're gonna distill that into uh, um, an injection that might be able to do this. Yeah. And then Bridget's on her way home to give this to Ginger, but comes across the guy that Ginger had slept with, this terrible actor. Yeah. And he's. Basically, like, I mean, he's attacking a kid, but it's basically like he's stealing the fucking candy from this yeah. kid. Like, it's such a, it's such a dorky moment. Yeah. And they have a fight, and she stabs him, and he, like, passes out, then wakes up and is fine. Yeah. And anything going on with that guy took away from the tale of the two sisters, because I think that the focus on the femininity of the werewolfism in this, yeah. and a focus on the... Uh, the the bond between these two characters and the structure of their relationship it 
not just to each other, but also to their parents, which yeah. I think is one of the best elements of this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. But there was all these, there was just those little moments with, like, guys mm. like him, and, like, the bitchy girl keeps coming up, and I do think that her, the payoff of her being in the movie is good. Yeah. But they just kept feeling like it was, it, it kept feeling like they were sort of adding yeah. these elements which just distracted me personally from yeah. the elements of the story that I was interested right. in. Right. See, I had, like, I had a different feeling with it because, like, I also feel that in addition to being a great werewolf film, this is also a really good female coming-of-age movie, which, like, coming-of-age when... I don't know how it is when you're a boy, but male coming-of-age movies are, like, you know, you have this sort of hardship and you and your friends overcome it and you and it's kind of scary, but, you know, you end up being stronger because of it, whereas, like... I just want to, I just want to say... Yeah. That's not the, the male coming of age experience I had. Yeah. That is the fucking bought and sold by Hollywood yeah. version of it. It's yeah. bullshit. But I do agree, like, yeah. when you see those movies, we know exactly, us, the audience, we know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, when you're a girl and you're coming of age, it's fucking terrifying and horrible, and you start bleeding at random times, and it's really frightening because you don't know what's going on, and then all of a sudden boys are interested in you that weren't interested in you before, and that's really scary, and then you have sex with one of them, and it's really bad and... and like unpleasant and then he starts calling you a slut and everybody thinks you're a slut because you had sex with one guy and it's like and then the other girls who are like you know start making fun of you even more because you know now you're you're like more fair game or something like it's really really it, it, and like this embodies like it does have a lot of that complication yeah. like with the uh bitchy character yeah like and Ginger starts hanging out with a couple guys, but she only really fucks one. Yeah. But immediately, like, even before they're fucking, they're just kissing, like, yeah. making out, and, like, they're calling it's calling her your slutty sister or yeah. all this stuff. And it's, like, imme like immediately, yeah. and she hasn't done anything. Yeah. She's still discovering who she is herself. Yeah. And yeah, that's what, like, one of the terrible things about, like, hitting puberty as a girl is because, like, people will suddenly start treating you, like, radic- and not even- and yeah, it's not even just guys, it's like, other girls start being really- well, they're already shitty because you're weird, but- and I was weird, <laughs> so I can- You don't say! To this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's- it's- unpleasant and terrifying and I felt like this just captured all of those little fucking like getting gaslit by health professionals is another thing that comes up in this <laughs> like she's having these really really bad pains and she's growing hair out of this wound and she's all like her emotions she's become really aggressive and she yeah. goes to the nurse and she's like oh that's normal can, with your can, can we talk can we talk about that nurse scene? Yeah. that nurse scene is some of the realest shit yeah that nurse that nurse is first off she's way too happy to yeah be like you got your pain Period. Yeah. Woo! Spring break. Yeah. But that whole scene, like she's, I don't, she's not intentionally trying to gaslight her for the no, record. but that's, but it, it is a doing, yeah. achieving the same thing, and like that, the fact that she's trying to do her best and it's coming yeah. across that way to me, it's both hilarious and. 
fucking real. Yeah, like, like that's one of the, like, there's one of the things that, like, if there's something going wrong with your body, you go see a doctor, and sometimes, like, I had an experience a few years ago that, like, I hurt my back somehow, and, like, I couldn't even stand up straight, like, I was at an angle, and, like, I couldn't work, and I couldn't drive, and I couldn't walk, and, like, I couldn't lie down, it was really fucking bad, so I went to the doctor, and I was like, I told him what I just told you, and he's like, do you think it could be your period? And I was like, oh, buddy. Really? Really? I've only been having my period for 13 fucking years. Like, I know what it feels like. Oh, uh, <laughs> Like, Jesus. Like, but that happens, like, all the time. And that's just, I don't know. Well, it's one of those I don't, want, I don't want to get too, delights me. too real into my significant other's life. Yeah. But she does not want to have children. Yeah. And with oh, what, fuck. Which, un- understandable. Yeah. And that, especially in this fucking day and age. Yeah. But she would like to have... Uh, the operation so that yeah. she doesn't have to do that. And they're just like, oh, but you might change your mind, except, yeah. except it's like, no, no, no. This is, let me fucking yeah. have, like... She's an adult. She's, <laughs> she's an adult, but the fact is, like, oh, you're a woman. You don't know what you want. Yeah, exactly. And it's this sort of... You're gonna get that. Your biological clock's gonna start ticking in a few years. I've had that, too. Yeah. Uh, like, like, it's just... That sort of... But it's it's not done in a... It's not done in a malicious yeah. manner. It's still, it is, in my opinion, a malicious thing. Yeah. And this nurse is, unbeknownst to her, being malicious. Yeah. But she's so cheerful and happy. Yeah, she, she thinks, thinks she's helping. Yeah. It, which is, it's it's so great. That scene yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. There's actually another scene that is sort of burned into my mind just for the way it is set up. Is that like the... the cinematography of it mm. so and it's got my favorite fucking line in the movie yeah. which you'll probably agree with it's when ginger has come back after sleeping with the guy yeah and her sister comes in on her and she is vomiting blood into the toilet yeah and she is like on the ground wrapped around the toilet there's blood over and she has the line where she goes i thought i wanted to oh, how's it go fuck I have I, this ache. I, I thought it was for sex, but it's actually to rip things into little fucking pieces. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that is such a good line. Yeah. And uh, that's also something that happens when you menstruate. I, I, had a, I had a feeling that you were going to say something along those lines. I'm like, I don't know if I want to fuck you or kill you or <laughs> <laughs> cry or... <laughs> it. I. That, that's what like, I like... I like this movie a lot. I don't want to come yeah. across too harsh. Yeah. Because I do, these are the elements that I enjoy. Yeah. I think that it's about 15 minutes too long. That's fair, yeah. And I think that it could have really either needed a different actor in that role. Yeah. Or either that or like the dialogue he gets is really bad, I think. Yeah. I don't think, like, I think that the sisters get some great dialogue. They really do, yeah. The mother gets the best dialogue in this <laughs> whole movie. Amazing. I love both of the parents in this movie because, like, the mom's amazing. And she's, like, the mom is such a mom and she just wants to have, like, a hell... Well, like, not even really a healthy relationship with her daughters. Well, she, like, she wants to. She doesn't know how to. Though. Yeah. I think that 100%, she just wants what's best for them. And yeah. she loves them and she doesn't know how to show it properly. Yeah. And she turns out to be, like, kind of a little bit psychotic by the end, too. We'll get into that in a and second. Like, but, and then the dad, like, has, like, three lines of dialogue, basically. He's almost he's a just persona like, non grata. Like, yeah. He, just, he exists only in so much as he exists. Yeah, but he's, like, he's, like, the fucking... He's not a bad dad. He's just, like, not a participant in their upbringing. Like, there's a point well, where... Well, he tries at one point. Yeah. Like, he's, like... 
oh, this is so, this is, that's so-and-so. And she's, and the mother's just like, oh, you just don't get it. Leave it to me. Oh, because he's like, um, I think they're up to something. And she's like, what are you talking about? And they go, well, when did they care what you had to say? Yeah. And she's like, oh, just leave it to me. You don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's like a part where the mom's like, you know, oh, are you having these pains in these areas? You might be having your period. And the guy's like, not at the dinner table. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> it's... It, ca- it captures a form of parenting that I've seen, not in my own life, mm. but in the lives of people I grew up with. Yeah. That, like, I see that and I'm like, ah yeah. I knew the kid you raised. Yeah. He's a little psychopath. Oh, fuck. Um, I do want to talk about the stuff with the mother, though. Yeah. So, let's set this up. Yeah. Um, so you had the mean girl who's been bullying them, and she shows up, yeah. and she straight up... Well, she likes the... Or she slept with the drug-dealing yes. guy, and then... She wants a relationship with him. Yeah, but he likes Bridget because she's smart. He likes her because she's smart, but even at this point, they don't really there, even... It's not a sexual relationship, really. There's, there's no... There's, they don't ever kiss in this no. movie. From that. It is... Like, you could see this becoming a relationship. Yeah. However... Or even just, like, a friendship. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's already a friendship, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And the main thing is that they both shared... Fucking werewolves are real! Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty big <laughs> bond to share. Yeah. So... He stopped caring about, like, the fucking preppy girl who just wanted to sleep with him. Yeah. And he's now, like, there's this weird girl, and she fucking saw a werewolf, and she might be one. Yeah. Because she convinced him that she was bit and not her sister. Yeah. I mean, he figures it out because, of course, he does. Yeah. He's, like, he's really smart. Yeah. And, like... He's a really good character. I loved his character. Like, I was like, I kind of want to be him when I was younger. Well, and I, the addition of that character, too, because, like, all the other male characters in the movie are either, like, ineffectual or gigantic dicks, yeah. which I am okay with. However, I feel like the addition of, like, one good male character is a good, was a good choice. I also, I, I, I agree, but I also think that he is a dick as well, yeah. but just not a, like, not a, not an aggressive dick, not like, like, yeah. he's... Because, like, I, my favorite part of his dialogue, he, he, Ginger shows up with Bridget at his place, and yeah. he wasn't expecting her, and she, like, looks in just, and finds his weed that's yeah. hidden, and she's like, you, oh, you should smoke, wow, fuck, the line's something like, you should, oh, you should smoke us up, and he's like, you should get the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's fair, I mean, there's No, it's, it's 100%, like, yeah. like, it's the fair dickness, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's still, like... There was a nicer way to do that. Yeah. But he's within his right to be a dick in this situation, yeah. so he's going to be a dick. Yeah. Where other male characters, not the ineffectual ones, but yeah. but the straight up negative ones are just dicks. Yeah. Like all the time to everybody. Yeah. I just remembered. I mean, we'll get back to setting up the the mom. The mom. Yeah. But I just remembered the scene that bothered me the most. Yeah. Is that the film seems to lack an idea of object permanence in the beginning. Because they're playing, they're playing on the field, and they're playing what is it? The fucking field hockey. I field think? hockey or lacrosse? Lacrosse. Or, I think or it's field hockey. Okay, yeah. So they're playing that, and fucking the bitchy girl checks uh, Bridget. Yeah. Because one of the things is she's constant. She's not picking on Ginger. She's picking yeah. on Bridget, the smaller one. Yeah. 
but she checks Bridget and she, Bridget like falls into a yeah, dead dog. Yeah, that bothered me too. Actually. And it's just like, how did nobody see the dead yeah, dog? Yeah, and that happens like three times in the movie too. Yeah, it seemed to, it seemed to lack the ability to yeah. realize like that that space has to exist and these characters yeah. exist within that space and you can't just cut to something new yeah. in that space. And people's field of vision is more than what they're directly looking at. Yeah, and like the camera, it doesn't represent. Our, the field of vision of our characters. No. But it seemed to do that a yeah, few times. Yeah, it did. And actually, I, every time there's a dead dog in, yeah. the, in the movie, which is several, yeah. um, that happened. Like, there's the first scene where the mom finds, like, the dog leg in her sandbox, and she goes, and she walks into the backyard, and she's, like, calling the dog. And then she's like, ah! And there's a dead dog, and it's like, you called the dog, like, three times when you were looking right at it. Yeah. Like, that's... And then the second... And the other time is when, like, the little boy's dog oh, gets eaten. that one was so like, sad. Cause I he's know. Like, he's... There's a little fat boy who's yeah. always dressed up in hockey gear. Canada! Canada. <laughs> and he plays with his little dog at once. Yeah. Time. Just as they're walking by, he's, like, in the background playing with the yeah. dog. And then they fucking kill the dog. Yeah. It's their neighbor, Bridget, but, like, or... Ginger does it. Yeah. But he's, like, walking around with the dog food, and he's, like, calling the dog, and then he, like... Drops the dog, and it was like, there was like a good solid like 45 seconds when he would have been looking directly yes. at that dog before he saw it. I'm like, 100%. no, that's... That, that is not a weakness in story as it is yeah. in technique. Yeah. And it was, it was very glaring <clears throat> to somebody yeah. who, I know that there's people, and that we're not them, but there's people that would never even fucking register yeah, that. that did, that did bother me. That's, that's, but, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so... This this helped us set up though like that bit, the bully like checks Bridget into that mm. dead dog goes after her another time they decided to get her dog she shows up at their house yeah and that and ends up falling and cracking her head and dying yeah they bury her in the backyard but two of her fingers come off yeah and they kind of like the mother later on find or the father finds the fingers he's like yeah. oh my god yeah and the mother comes and it's like oh. Henry, they're just, project. they're just for that, they're, they're death project. I can't yeah. believe you thought those were real. And she goes and she puts them into a fucking, like, Tupperware. A, Tupperware. Yeah. And she knows. Yeah. Like, immediately she knows. And you have a scene later that night after her husband's asleep. Yeah. Where she digs up the body that they buried yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, this is gonna end poorly. Yeah. But what she actually does is goes and picks Bridget up and says, where's your sister? Let's yeah. find her. I'm sorry I raised you wrong. Yeah. I'm going to fill the gas up, the house up with gas tomorrow morning, and yeah. we'll go start a new life. And you're just like, what? <laughs> wow. We were talking last week about the vampire yeah. uh, short. Dynamic, yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, in Dr. Terror's House of Horrors, yeah. where, what was his name? Donald uh, Sutherland. Thank you. Donald Sutherland dates a vampire and finds out she's a vampire and goes, I have to kill the vampire. Yeah. This is the opposite of that. She finds yeah. out her daughter's a murderer and is like, this is my flesh and blood. I love her. Yeah. Let's fucking leave. Yeah, she has a line that's like, I, I always, you know, like, leave, if you guys were to leave, that's one thing that's almost natural, but nobody's going to take you from me. I it's was like, so great. Oh, what a mom. Yeah. Like, that's a good mom. <laughs> I mean. To what a, a good mom. As, yeah. Not best for society, but. No, but, you know. <laughs> it was, it, as a. As something in a horror movie, it was just refreshing. Yeah. It was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Almost all of the, except for the bitchy person, almost all the women uh, yeah. in this film are not just 
interesting characters, but they're very complex. Yeah, I really like that a lot. Obviously, I think complex ca- female characters was a good choice for this yeah. Halloween episode. Yeah, also blood in the milk is there, or blood, in the, oh, blood in the milk. Is blood the in the milk. Also, dead animals. Mm. Yeah. Lifeless dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah. So then, like the the end of the movie, I do agree that like at the end of the movie, uh, they get Ginger sort of fully transforms into a werewolf. I also like that the transition to werewolf is a permanent one. And it takes place over a full month, from, like, full moon to full moon. Yeah. So it's, like, a long transition, which I thought was really interesting. Um, uh, instead, of yeah. being, instead of being a monthly transformation, which, yeah. if you do a monthly transformation, the whole conservation of mass goes fucking out the window. Well, it does. And it's also, the problem with that is that for the other 26 days of the year, or of the month, the world's not actually doing anything. Yeah. So you kind of have to like skip huge tracts of time. Which which this movie did a little bit, but skipping huge tracts of time works well in like werewolf stories, but yeah. not as much you want a sense of immediacy in this yeah. film. Yeah, and I really and I, I really like werewolves and I wanna know what the, what do they do? Like the rest of the <laughs> like, you know. I like, like wer- <laughs> werewolves, they're just like regular people. What do they do? Let's find out. <laughs> do they know things? <laughs> I want a slice of life werewolf drama. Um, <laughs> Those exist. Yay. They're not very good. Um, so yeah, the, uh, Ginger transforms into a, a werewolf and her and Bridget and Sam, the drug dealer guy, end up in the house. Um, they are trying to solve the problem. Ginger kills the guy. Ginger doesn't just kill the yeah, guy. You she, think she just kills the guy. Yeah. Because they're stuck in a closet, and he goes out to try to stake her with the, uh, the, the needle. Yeah. And he just gets fucking torn apart on the other side of the door. Yeah. You can just see, like, blood. Like, you can only kind of see silhouette of it yeah. from inside, and the door keeps smashing backwards. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's a good example of using a low budget. Yeah. But what Ginger actually does is keep him alive but dying to bring yeah. Bridget out to because at this point Bridget has cut open her hand and yeah. shared blood with her sister yeah. like they so did when they were younger. Now. Yeah. So she has it now and so she comes out and she starts to lap up the blood of yeah. Sam. Yeah. And, and you almost have this like it's almost like Ginger wants them because like the guy will heal and become a werewolf if they leave him alone. Yeah. And like they could have this sort of like three person sort of pack dynamic almost. Yeah. And then Ginger's like, no, or Bridget is like, no, I this well, is she's disgusting. fucking vomits up yeah. the blood. Yeah. And, and says, then, I can't do it. Yeah. And then and Ginger just fucking snaps him on the neck. Yeah. And it's done. He's gone. Yeah. And it's so like, oh my god, that yeah. that poor guy. Yeah. He did not deserve <laughs> no. that. No. And yet the bully character fucking survives. survives. Yeah. yeah, he becomes actually in the sequel. He's he's sort of the he figures. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I want to see the sequels. Oh, uh, the, the the second one is is pretty good. The third one's awful. Is the third one where they go back in the past? Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. But yeah, in the second one, it turns out that the monkshood only works for like a short period of time. So he ends up going through a full transformation and he's like stalking Bridget and like wants to fuck her because he's a boy werewolf and she's a girl werewolf. And like Bridget keeps having to up her dose of 
monkshood to like keep the transition at okay, bay. So the, the, and she ends started, up in a rehab clinic. So they actually started to expand on ideas that were put in. Yeah, film. yeah. That's that's actually more interesting for a sequel. Yeah, yeah. They turned into like a drug analogy rather than the that, womanhood analogy. That's interesting. Yeah, because. If it just became womanhood every time, yeah, you'd no, be like, they well, go with a different no. theme, which is really, really I like, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Speaking of different themes, let's move right on to our next movie because yeah. we're running a little long. Yeah. All right. I picked May. May. I fucking love May. It's really good. May. The very first image of May is a woman with a bloody eyeball yeah. wound screaming into a mirror. The fucking. So I I put this on. I was like grading papers while I was watching these movies, and like. I turned it on to... Oh, I thought I was going to fucking start. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I put it on, Tommy's sitting next to me, and I'm like, grading my papers and stuff for this. Like, blah! Tommy's like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> He's like, tone it down, woman! <laughs> it, it starts strong. Yeah, yeah. It, then, it, then it very quickly shows us May growing up. Yeah. she's a, She has a lazy eye. Yeah. She wears a pirate patch Which is like the worst thing you could do for a lazy eye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but her... It's basically because of her mother. Yeah. And her mother is obsessed with perfection. Yeah. And her mother made a doll. She's made many, but she gives May her, the first doll she ever made. Yeah. Which is this creepy doll who is behind a... It's like in a glass box. It's in, it's in a glass box. Yeah. yeah. And... And she's not allowed to take it out. She's not allowed to take it out at all. Yeah. And another, another problem, because I have problems with this film too, mm. and it's the same problem I had in Ginger Snaps, is it gets a little bit too on the nose at parts. Mm. So, like, throughout the course of the rest of the film, uh, there will be a crack in the glass of this doll that continues to grow that represents yeah. May's cracked psyche. And yeah. I believe that when the glass finally breaks and it opens up, that it represents the inevitable split of her, not not just of her mind, but of her personality, and she then becomes you know, everything that she projected into the doll. Right. Because she projects into the doll the ideas of strength and yeah. all of these ideas that she doesn't have in her own life. Because she 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 grows up and she doesn't really have friends. Yeah. She lives alone. She yeah. makes all her own clothes. Yeah. Uh, She's never dated. She yeah. becomes obsessed with the idea that there aren't perfect people, only perfect parts of people. Yeah. And she falls in love with people based on those parts. Yeah. But then she stalks them. Yeah. And one of the things in this film is it's it's very interesting the way this film plays with tone. Because mm. she is stalking these people. Like yeah. straight up creepily stalking them. But it's played with that awkward charm of like a will they, won't they romance. Yeah. I really like that a lot. It is this was this was the time watching it. And I've seen this many times. Yeah. This was the time watching it in which I could really appreciate it. What they did with the tone mm. and knowing what comes later. Yeah. The fact that the tone is so different actually disturbed me quite a yeah. bit. Yeah. Because it it plays off. It one hundred percent plays off her stalking as like oh just a cute little like yeah well thing. and like this this is another because this movie was also really real for me like <laughs> so and it, I actually watched them in the order that we're talking about them which is a really great order to watch them in because like Ginger Snaps deals with like now you are an adult 
female biologically and that's really scary and really upsetting and that whole transition is really uh, you know and then you get used to it and then a whole bunch of other fucking stupid shit happens to you <laughs> like you start dating people when you're you start dating people when you're 19 and and then you know you call them you have sex with them or, or whatever and maybe you bite their lip i think you know if you're gonna have sex you might as well draw a little blood and they get really freaked out and you thought they were okay with that it turns out they're not well, you thought they were okay because they showed you their film and they won't you fucking won't call you yeah it's it's oh it's not that that happened to me or anything but no 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 not at all a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking that, actually. Like, the part where she, she bites the guy's lip, and, like, that exact thing happened to me, except the guy was okay with it, and it was Tommy. And Well, he wasn't okay with it. He was like, Jesus Christ, woman. But we're still together, so <laughs> that's all right. Uh, so, in May... <laughs> in May! In May, uh, we were introduced to her, and she, uh, like... Through childhood, quickly. Yeah. And we see that she has a very isolated childhood. At mm. her birthday, it's just her and yeah, her mother. Yeah, so sad. She gets uh, Susie the doll. Yeah. And then we we catch up with her, and she has found a guy who has perfect hands. Yeah. And she is in love with his hands. Yeah. And she starts to stalk him. Meanwhile, she yeah. also works at the veterinarian. Yeah. Which has, the, the vet has oh some God. of the best comedy. In the so like I, I, one of the best lines in the movie is when the guy that she likes comes to the vet and he's like, "I went away on vacation and my dog that's not had." The guy she likes. Oh, I thought that was no. That's that just guy. another guy. Oh, it's another guy. Okay, I thought that because she got like really excited because he'd come to talk to her and she's like doing a little like dance. No, I'm pretty sure that's that, that guy. That's not him. Okay. That was another guy. And he's like, my dog had four legs when I left, and I came back, and he had three. Now I throw the stick, and nothing happens. <laughs> that's the, the throw the stick part is my favorite line. <laughs> oh, my God. He later comes back. He finds, he finds the leg yeah. in the bushes, he said. And it's all fucking decayed. Yeah. And he's like, can you, can you sew it back on? And, of course, you can't. No. But she goes, I could. Yeah. <laughs> because she's not even thinking on the same level. No. Uh, well, and that sets up, like, what she ends up doing later, too. Yes. Yeah. Which, I mean, we'll get there. Yeah. This is, this, I love that this builds. Yeah. And, and like, she's, she, yeah. she has her snap at, like, a 40-minute mark. Yeah. Like, right in the middle of yeah. the film. But by that point, like, you have built up everything you need yeah. for her. And I really like, because it is, it's a very slow-moving movie, but it doesn't feel boring at any no. point. Like, it's really, it's actually reminded me a lot of Repulsion. I could I could see some repulsion. Yeah. I I see actually a little bit of persona personally. Okay. Just be. I don't know the movie. Oh, you don't you don't know persona? No. Bergman? No. Oh my god! I just ordered the Criterion, so nice. I'll fucking that's amazing. Yeah. Um, well, Ber in Persona, it, two women go off to be alone, and they start to kind of their personalities start to sort of weave and shit. Yeah. And I get that from her and the doll. Yeah, because like it, like like I was saying earlier, in this one, I really see the doll as basically being her other personality. Yeah, it's not that she goes crazy; it's that she she switches in, yeah. and instead of repressing all of these feelings that she had put into that that she represses them by putting them into that. She takes them out of herself, and she imbues this non corporeal entity. With yeah. all the life and the things that she's ashamed of and all wanted to do, yeah. And so when that when that glass breaks, yeah, we get the switch and we're into new May, yeah. 
But before we get there, there is she starts seeing Adam, the guy she was stalking, yeah. and it goes bad. He like she tries to kiss him, and like he pushes him back. She's like, "Where'd you learn to kiss?" Yeah, She's and like he, rude. he goes to leave, and like in the hall, all she he can hear is her yell, "Where did you learn to kiss?" Like at yeah. the doll, and it's like terrifying. Yeah. and it's kind of that's kind of your first real moment of like, oh, this isn't just cutesy. Yeah. And we get some stories from her, because she's weird. Like, she is a weird person. That's not necessarily a bad thing, No, But, like, we get stories of, like, some of the grotesqueries that happen Mm, at at the uh, vet, because Adam says he's weird. Yeah. When we go to Adam's house, he's just got weird shit all around. Yeah. It's very industrial. Yeah. Like... He's got the image of Argento's opera on mm. the wall. Doesn't say opera or anything. Yeah. And that just the fucking woman with the uh, the needles yeah. taped under her eyes. Yeah. And like all sorts of weird stuff, like some dolls yeah. that are all So like, like he should be perfect for her. But all he wants is just a quick fuck. Yeah. And like he doesn't actually care. Yeah. And she's a little too weird. Yeah. For him. He he pretends to be weird. Yeah. She is weird. Yeah. And there's a moment where like he he's not returning her calls, so she decides I'm going to go over to his place. Yeah. So we're we're actually in we're inside the house with him and he opens up the door to go out and May is just standing on his doorstep. He's like, whoa! Yeah. How long have you been here? Turns out she's just been standing there on his doorstep for two hours. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Because, like, not only is she crazy, but she's, like, she obviously doesn't understand the ideas of social boundaries. Yeah. But she doesn't even under, like, she has the devotion to stay there for that long. Yeah. That's a... Like, I've been stalked. Yeah. That's some real shit. Yeah. Like, that's... And the fact that that plays with the tone throughout the stalking is... Like, some people might think, like, oh, it's making light of it. It's not. No. It's it's preparing you for the reality of it later. Yeah. Well, and it's also, like, it's, it's interesting because it doesn't, like... I sort of like gray area... Morality, because this, like, it doesn't really paint yeah. her as the good guy, but it also doesn't really paint her as the bad guy either, right? Like, she, what she's doing is not okay. Yeah. But also, like, I mean, I've been in a situation where I was, like, hooking up with a guy, and he fucking just stopped answering my calls and stuff, and I'm like, what can I do to fucking make this guy pay attention to me? Yeah. And, like, I never went that far with it, obviously, because that's fucked. But, like, <laughs> the th- I mean, the thought was there. I'm like, I could fucking go to his house right now. Like, that, that was a thought that I had, and, like... But, but you have the understanding of... That that's have, not a yes, good thing to do. She is and missing, I would not want somebody doing that to me. missing that. Yeah, she doesn't so. have that, like, social awareness that, like, no. tells her that this is not okay. Like, and it's not entirely her fault, but that doesn't make what she's doing a good thing. If either. anything, it's really it's interesting. Her mother. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Her mother... Her, her mom? No. Fuck that for But her mother is... Her mother is the most important figure in this story. Yeah, she's only in it for, like... Three lines, yeah. like thirty seconds, yeah. and then she's gone. Yeah, and that she never comes up again. She must have died at some point, or something, or they don't talk, or she literally away, never yeah. comes up again. Yeah, but her, her, um, what am I trying to say? Her presence is yeah. all throughout this yeah. film. She's the catalyst of, yeah. of all of this, and she made the doll. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, it's Jesus Christ. So, meanwhile. 
her relationship with Adam is collapsing. Mm. Uh, he they he comes over for a date. He shows her his film in which like two lovers eat each other alive. Yeah. And it's, and then he, uh, It's so pretentious, too. It's so art Because, like, at it's, the end, yeah. it's like, Regia, D, Adam, whatever. And I was like, you're not even Italian. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, he wanted to, he wanted to, he wanted to fucking be, like, a Dario Argento. Yeah, he's, 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 like, one of the shitty people from art school. Yeah. I don't have anything against people who go to art school. <laughs> I don't want to, like, I don't want to, you know, come <laughs> off as that. But there are, there's shitty people everywhere, and this is the kind of shitty person that goes to art school. Yeah. Well, this, this is the kind of person that makes other, like, okay people's experience in art school shitty. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, like, he is so pretentious. Yeah. But she doesn't understand that his art is, is it's trying to be something else. He's not making art from his heart. He's no. He's trying to make an Italian film, yeah. basically. Yeah, and having op- the, the still from yeah. opera on his wall. It, it helps to really, reinforce yeah. that. Yeah. And so... What she does is she tries to give him the experience that his art is telling her he wants. Yeah. But his art is a lie. Yeah. And that's not who he is. Yeah. And so he can't... He When she bites him, he can't do that. And he doesn't understand why she would. And yeah. it's because she is... Her only clue for being able to read how you yeah. do is what you have just shown her. Yeah. And so... If you had been, instead of being like, oh, I like weird and tell me about your gross stuff and that, if you had said, tell me about yourself, and it started down a different road, this could have ended up in a better place. Yeah. So it is that grayscale morality because what she does later is so horrific. Yeah. But what he does to her is, it's not specifically trying to be horrific. Yeah. But because of what her personality and mentality is. Yeah. It is a horrific thing. Well, and at no point does he ever say, like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Stop calling me. Yeah. Like, he... And he continues to, like, come up to her and talk to her and stuff. And, like, kind of really sends mixed signals about everything. And, like, there's a point where she comes over later and he's like, why didn't... You should have called me before you came over. And she's like, you never answer your phone. And he's like, yes, I do. And all this stuff. And it's like, just, like, if you're not into somebody, just be like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Which, you know, we don't know, like, that might not have stopped her from being really creepy, but it's, you know... It's it's something, at yeah. least. And then if somebody continues to bother you after that, then it's like, okay, well, this is kind of fucking on them at this point, but... Let's turn our attention over to Anna Ferris, the secretary at... The dumb secretary. The dumb secretary <laughs> over at... Who... I, th- I don't think she's dumb so much as she plays the character. Yeah. Yeah. She's she strikes me as a woman one hundred percent in control of her own sexuality yeah. and her own image. Yeah, and she plays a dumb character, but I don't think that she, the character is dumb. Yeah, the character is a lesbian who. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't want to say she's a lesbian. I get the idea that's maybe bisexuality, right? Yeah. Because she seems like just a hedonist. Yeah, a hedonist. Yeah, yeah a hedonist. Hedonist. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's it, hedonist. But... Actually, I think you're okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is perfectly fine. Yeah. And, like. Yeah. She's a little, she kind of, like, it kind of wanders into, like, predatory, predatory lesbian she does territory, which she is, like... is yeah. a little predatory, I would yeah. agree, with the way that she first approaches May. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think it ever dies too deep into the predatory. Yeah. Like, it, it kind of, 
It's like a like she's like a shark circling around, but she never takes that bite. Yeah, yeah. No, she well, like, and I feel like she's kind of the 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 relatively good character of this because she's very clear about her intentions. Yes, throughout this movie, like she's like, there's a point when May comes over and she's got another woman over there, and she's like, "Do you want to come in? Like, I can tell her to leave, whatever." And yeah. she's like, "Don't worry about it. Like, I hook up with lots of people, and it's not really a big deal. And yeah. like, this is who I am." And this is what I do. And if you're not okay with that, then that's fine. But like, if you want to pursue a relationship with me, you know, I'm, this is this is who I am, and like, that's cool. It's honest, unlike the guy has been. Yeah. However, May at this point, that for her is like she has a, she has a need. Like when when Adam starts to pull away from her, she starts to push herself towards. Uh, the other girl. girl. I can't think of her character's name. But she starts... Polly. Polly. She starts to push herself towards Polly. Yeah. Is she Polly or was the long-legged one Polly? I thought she was... Okay, I'm going to assume... No, it doesn't matter. We're going to assume that Polly is the... Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. And so, when she... She starts to basically rebound with Polly on that. But she doesn't... She doesn't have the mental capabilities of understanding Polly's lifestyle and choice. Mm. To her, that is a transgression. Yeah. And that, and like, it's understandable how that can be a transgression for somebody. Yeah. Uh, however, her reaction to this is not so great. Yeah. And... Not so good. May's mind has been breaking slowly throughout this whole film. Yeah. And it comes to a culmination she decides that she wants to start working with the blind kids. Yeah. Which, the idea of perception is very yeah. central to this film. She yeah. has a lazy eye, and a character that has something wrong with one of their eyes usually represents a skewed perception, mm. which may is 100% of skewed yeah. perception. And then you have the blind kids who represent a lack of perception, and may wants to help them because I think that she wants to have a lack of perception herself. Yeah. She does not, she knows that her view of the world is different, at least. I think she's that that aware, and that by them having no view on that, she actually puts herself above someone, mm. uh, which is something that she doesn't get anywhere else. Yeah. So I think that, I think that the perception and vision is very key to any sort of reading of May's character. Mm. And one of the things that she decides to do when she's volunteering with these kids is bring in her doll. Yeah. Which is a terrible idea. Yeah. Because her, her doll doesn't come out of the case and these are blind kids. They yeah, can't they ever can see, see it. it. And uh. they get really angry about this and they start to wrestle to get this yeah. case. And the case surrounded on three sides with glass mm-hmm. falls to the ground. Yeah. And immediately, one of the blind kids goes, she's out. Yeah. And they all fucking, like, the... Roll around in the glass. They all, like, get down to go reach for her, but there's just shattered glass everywhere. And, like, the the older helper who, like, works there tries to come and stop them, but she trips and falls. Yeah. And it is just children. Yeah. Like, seven, eight-year-olds... Like, a dozen of them, all blind, all screaming in pain as they fucking paw on the round in the glass. 
And May shows up, like, the next scene of her is in her in the elevator, just soaked in their blood. Yeah. Well, she ends up getting, like, glass in her face. And yeah. Every, like, it's, Jesus. Yeah, she ends up, like, she ends up really hurt, and so does all those kids. Yeah. And the glass is broken. Yeah. And it's from this point that May, we see a change. She stops caring about, like, she enters basically depression. Yeah. And that, and she's sitting on the, she, she's sitting on a bus stop, mm. and a punk dude comes yeah. up, like, super punk. Yeah. And he just, like, sits down and says something to her, and she, like, answers in, like, her I don't give a fuck thing, and he's yeah. like, well, that's deep. Yeah. Which, like, when I was, when I was younger, I didn't get why he would ever want to talk to her any, uh, yeah. after that conversation, and I was like, oh, I get it, because she's, like, he thinks, like, oh, like, yeah. an artist or a poet or something. Yeah. That's what she comes across. Yeah. But it's literally her depression and lack of care. Yeah. <laughs> Just he's really like, sad. And he's, he's like, oh, man, you want you want to go get some bees with me? <laughs> so cute. As, I kind of like that character, except for, like, he has a lot where she gets, like, annoyed that he's talking to her or something, and he's like, I was just trying to pay you a compliment or something, and I was like, ugh. I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I was like, ugh. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree with <laughs> yeah. that line. I love his line, though, when she, he's back at her house, he's like, man, it's hella hot in here. Why did I take my shirt off? And he takes his shirt off, and he's like, man, I'm still so hot. You got any ice I can rub on my nipples? <laughs> And he goes and he opens up the freezer yeah. where she has a dead cat because she threw, in a fit of rage, she threw mm. her ashtray and killed the cat. Yeah. And all she did was wrap it up and put it in her freezer. Yeah. And so he's like, what the fuck? And he starts to freak out. Mm. And we hit we hit a section of the movie where time kind of half jumps forward and we see May smoking and realizing, like, oh, things have changed. Yeah. And then we see that what she did was grab a pair of scissors stab him through the hand into his head yeah. as blood just pours down. Yeah. And was great. we cut forward to her having a cigarette and she goes, I need more parts. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> great. And the rest of the film, because this is only halfway. Yeah. The rest of the film, May's changed into a completely different yeah. character. She has decided that I'm going to make a friend because that's what my mother taught me to do. Yeah. And so she's getting... All the perfect parts. You have the neck of Polly. You have the gams, the legs yeah. of the girl that she's hidden. You have Adam's hands. You have the torso and probably the head yeah. of the guy that she just killed. Yeah. And so she like tells Polly, like, I'm going to make you a blouse. And it's getting measurements from yeah. her. And she goes, the first person that she kills after that is Polly, isn't it? Yeah. And so Polly's she goes to Polly's house. Is like pulls out scalpels. Now they've been playing with a little bit of blood play with scalpels yeah. already, and like is like rubbing the scalpels. Like she's behind, she's on the couch, and Polly is between her legs with her back to her on the floor. Yeah, and she starts like sensually playing with these scalpels on her neck. Yeah, Polly's like, "Oh man, you would never hurt me. I trust you." And then yeah. she slits her fucking throat, and you see this like orgasmic death take her. Yeah. Like, it's a very, it's almost tribute to Mario Bava's death. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, it, yeah. it is orgasmic. That's the, really mm. the only word that can explain it. Yeah, it was, well, like the death in, uh, what was it, uh, Bay of Blood, was it? Yes, yeah. Bay of Blood, where she's on the ground, and like, yeah. just is writhing. Yeah. Yeah. This wasn't quite writhing, but her face just had, it was an O face. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like it was like, yeah. 
And well, this movie is like totally about sex. It's, like it's, it's all sex. No, it's yeah. sex. It's repression. It's yeah. perception. It's there's a lot of themes yeah. just fucking put together in this. Yeah. And then she kills Polly, or she yeah she kills Polly. She kills Polly's a beautiful legged lover. Yeah. And we get the blood in the milk. We get the blood in the milk yeah. there. Uh, she's been walking, she's walking around, she's dressed up as her doll was at yeah. this point. So she's fully her doll. Yeah. And she has a suitcase and she's walking at one point point. somebody's like, wicked costume. You got any cold ones in there? Yeah. And she goes, yes I do. And she's <laughs> yeah. going. She shows up at Adam's house and Adam has, have you ever seen the movie Brick? No. Oh my God. First off, watch Brick. It's amazing. Okay. But Adam has the girl from Brick over at his house okay. drinking with him. And like the same character? Uh, no, <laughs> not the same. Well, no, I couldn't. I could. I don't think I could make that work. No, she, that's what I was thinking. I kept getting um, like I'm, like I didn't actually look it up, but I'm ninety nine percent certain that the guy that plays Adam in this movie is the guy that plays Billy on Six Feet Under, the schizophrenic brother. Which one is the uh, schizophrenic? Uh, he's not the brother, like, he's not part of the family. He's, like, the girl that the oldest brother is dating her brother that ends up, like, fucking the younger sister from the family. Maybe. He, yeah. He was in a lot of things. I like him a lot as an yeah. actor. He was in a bunch of horror movies for a while. Though. Yeah. Um, so May shows up at Adam's place. Fucking murders, like, stabs the girl in the side of the, the, side head, of the yeah well right in the throat okay stabs her like right in the throat and then stabs adam and now he she's killed everybody else by stabbing them in like the throat up adam's the only person she kills she mm. stabs him in the place that his fake knife was stabbed him earlier yeah um which was happening when they were romancing he had yeah. a fake knife because of course oh, more <laughs> yeah oh fuck um this is one of those movies where, like, in Ginger Snaps, I really liked the guy character when yeah. I was younger, and I was like, oh, man. And now I watch it, and I'm like, oh, he's still cool. Yeah. I liked Adam when I was younger, and now I'm like, yeah. oh, you pretentious fuck. Yeah. I <laughs> had that in, like, high speed while watching this movie, actually, because I liked him at first. I was like, oh, cool. He want, he made, like, a horror movie. He wants to share it with her. That's adorable. <laughs> and then as soon as it was that Regia D, I was like, oh, fuck. Piece of shit. <laughs> wow, you're a piece. If he'd been Italian, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I was like, no, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just a straight up piece of shit. So she kills him. And what does she do with... She cuts off his hands. What's she do with the hands and all the other parts? Oh, she sews them into a person. She, she goes to hug it. Yeah. Oh, that was so fucking great. She's hugging it, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. And she's like, I wanted you to see me. What's me? Yeah. And then she realizes, like, she her eye. She's a good eye. So she fucking stabs herself with the scissors. Yeah. We get that image from the very yeah. opening. This is the time that Tommy walked back out. He's like, what the? <laughs> He's like, are you watching this again? <laughs> <laughs> she puts the eye on him and then like lies down with him. And she's crying and sad. Yeah. And the eye falls. And he reaches over. Yeah. And this fucking Frankenstein she puts together picks yeah. up the eye and rubs her. Yeah. Aww. Which I have a shirt which is so that nice. moment of them cuddling. Aw. That's so sweet. So here's my... First off, the first time I saw that ending, I was like, holy yeah. fuck! <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what just happened? Because... By that point, like, you've gone through all this shit, and you think, mm. you think you've gotten into the depths of this film, and, like, okay, yep. it's gonna end. And then it fucking moves. Yeah. What? 
And it's good because I was like, and it's sitting there and it's a really, it holds that shot for a really long time. I'm like, there's going to be a fucking jump scare here. And there's not. No. It's actually much more unsettling than yes. a jump scare would have been. No. It's like, Jesus, what? Whoa. Okay. Where are we going with this? And in then the, it ends and it's like, oh my God. In the modern day, that would have been a jump scare in order to mm-hmm. diffuse any of the negative feelings. It would let yeah. that, it wants to let that energy out so that when yeah. the audience leaves the theater, they go, ha ha ha, that was a fun yeah. movie. No, you don't fucking deserve that. No, this... You're watching a horror film, you fucking deserve to be shaken to your fucking core. Yes, 100%. <laughs> it, it does not want to fucking hold your hand. It wants you to leave going, the fuck did I just experience? Yeah. Because it wants you to question things. Yeah. This is and that's film... what a horror movie should be. Yeah. Yeah. In the best part, both of these films actually uh... Jay from Red Letter Media had mentioned something recently. He might have been taking it from someone else, but that's where I heard it. Yeah. And he had mentioned that, in his opinion at least, the best horror films are films that are good, but if you take that horror element out of them, they're still a solid film. Yeah. Both of these are still solid films in that. You have a coming of age, and then you have being of age sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And both of those stories work. Yeah. And and you just plot a... Werewolf into yeah. one and a mental breakdown psychopath into the other. Yeah. And both of those elements, you don't need them. You don't. Yeah. They're fucking great. Don't get yeah. me wrong. They make them better movies, but these still work fundamentally well, as stories. That's one of the biggest, like, and I never really articulated that so much, but I, I agree that, like, the best horror films, I mean, and that's, I think, one of the sort of the issues that horror has is because really good horror films, people go, well, they're not really horror films. They're a drama with them. And it's like, no, they are fucking horror films. Yeah, no, I get But they're so great because, like, Babadook, for example, yeah. or Get Out, or The Exorcist, or fucking any the of Shining, The either. Shining are, are all, like, great films with that are horror films. Yeah. And, yeah, they don't need to have the horror to work. The horror is what makes us like them. Yeah. But, like, like I probably wouldn't watch a, The Shining if it hadn't had the ghosts in it because I don't really give a shit about dramas. Yeah, but, that you know, so boring. Yeah, but it still would have been a fantastic film because it had, like, great pacing and it's great acting. And yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Now, I want to close up here because we're about to get to our limit, but... Is May dead at the end of the film? What do you think? Oh. Do you do you I think, think that, so? I didn't think so. I read somebody somewhere wrote that. I don't think that it necessarily gives you enough evidence one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, so you could read that as three things, I think. Mm. You could read that as her dying thought. Yeah. You could read it as her complete... Separation Separ- from reality. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Or you could read it as real. Yeah. How do you read it? I was thinking divorce from reality, but I'm also okay with it being like actually this thing came to life. <laughs> I feel like it's more subtle if it's like, oh, she's just fucked. Yeah. But I, I, well, I think that it is that she's just fucked. We're inside of her perception. Yeah. Because she has gotten rid of her good eye, so we exist within the perception well, of her that's true, eye yeah. only. Yeah. Which wouldn't have any kind of vision to it, I wouldn't think, from what I understand of lazy eyes. My, I I don't know about lazy eyes, but I know about eyes in film, so I think if you leave mm. us with a character who's only got a skewed yeah. ability to see, yeah. that we have to then assume that 
our version of reality is not the version, mm. or the film's version of reality now is no longer the mm. version of reality that we see with normal perception. Yeah. Which brings the theme of perception all the way around. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a good, it was solid. Yeah. yeah. This was a good, was good, good. A Halloween special. Yay! Oh yeah, it's a Halloween special. Happy, Happy Halloween! Halloween! What, what?